When Sin Bubbles Up by Kelly Gibbons Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8, 1 and 2 A few weeks ago, after realizing I had somehow missed reading this children's classic as a child, I found myself speeding through the entire Anne of Green Gables series. The books captivated me, and for good reason. Written in the early 20th century by Canadian author Lucy Maud Montgomery, the series chronicles the life of red-headed Anne Shirley, an orphan adopted by a brother and sister pair who really wanted a little boy to help on their farm. Eventually, they learn to love the little girl brought to them, as do all readers of Montgomery's classic. Anne is a true literary heroine. We identify with her weaknesses, her spiritedness, quick temper, and vanity, and we strive for her strengths. We identify with her weaknesses, her spiritedness, quick temper, and vanity, and we strive for her strengths, bravery, generosity, and a heart overflowing with love for life and people. As I read through the books, I was struck with the number of times Montgomery uses Anne's character to illustrate deep truths about the human condition. There were many examples, but one stood out in particular to me. After being picked up from the train station by Matthew, Anne begins describing her life in the orphanage. Realizing she was exaggerating just how badly things were, Anne apologizes, saying, It's easy to be wicked without knowing it, isn't it? Indeed, it is. Throughout the Green Gables series, Anne repeatedly found herself experiencing moments of wickedness, forcing to repent to neighbors, family, and friends for some fiery retort, vain action, or other impulsive sin. We can all relate to Anne. I know there are days I have to apologize over and over for the same sin. It just somehow keeps bubbling up in me. The Apostle Paul dealt with this too. In his letter to the church in Rome, he wrote, For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Romans seven nineteen. What causes us to do the very things we don't want to do? Why does our sin seem to bubble up in us, overflowing like a pot of boiling water? Paul understood. It is our indwelling, sinful nature fighting against our desire to do what is good. He goes on to say, For in my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thankfully, Paul's question is rhetorical. He knows the answer. Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. After acknowledging God to be our ultimate rescuer from sin, he writes some of the most encouraging verses of Scripture found in the Bible, reminding us that through Christ's death on the cross, we have all we need to fight the wickedness that bubbles up in us. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Praise God. Our sinful nature is no match for the redemptive power of the cross. Yes, as Anne said, it is easy to be wicked. In fact, it's unavoidable. 
Thankfully, Christ has already taken the punishment for our wickedness, and even more, he has credited his righteousness to us, giving us all the means we need to conquer the sin in our lives. Intersecting Faith and Life Are you like me and Anne, fighting the weight of sin and maybe a little powerless to stop it? Then cling to the encouragement that Paul gives us in Romans. Through Christ's sacrifice on the cross, we are justified and are being sanctified from our sin. For further reading, check out Romans 7 and 8, Galatians 5, 13 through 18, and 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 17. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.